0: You're listening to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network. Be amazed. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. I repeat, Quadrant 7 emergency, send reinforcements immediately! We have two hostiles approaching! Two hostiles approaching! A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousand thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were opened. My lords, how long have I waited for the hour of your arrival? Yeah. Uh. Technical Difficulties presents The Account, A Tale of the Waking World, The Great Below, Part 1. Nero! A nice hotel! They do exist! I know. I hadn't seen one in such a long time. I was beginning to think they'd slipped into the status of legend. Yeah, this is still pretty swanky, though. Turvey, you didn't have anything to do with getting us set up here, did you? Well, I do know this area, and I know a few folks who know a few folks, so I got some connections, but ultimately it was the company who decided to splurge. And if they're going to be slightly extravagant on our part, you're not going to hear me complain. Nor will you hear me, but... This is uncharacteristically generous, even for Rayburn. Yeah, for a corporation with a ridiculously high level of resources that are awfully tight-fisted with their employee accommodations, aren't they? How do you think they hang on to all that money? Anyway, we should probably get the luggage out so we can check in. I can park this monster around the back. Okie dokie. Hanover? Yes? Is everything okay? Yes. Why do you ask? Well, it's just, you know, you've been kind of quiet since we left the last town, that's all. Oh, I'm fine. I mean, I don't know, I'm... Guess I'm kind of sad that we dropped Cole off there and all, you know, after spending all that time with him. Well, don't cut me out of that. I think we're all gonna miss him. We're gonna miss him! Uh, Well... I'm all packed. I guess this is really goodbye. Yeah, I guess it is, isn't it? Yeah, we're really going to miss you, you big fuzzy lump. Yeah, me too. But it won't be forever. And remember, you both promised to take care of yourselves. Remember everything I told you about survival training. Yeah. Dress in layers in cold weather. You know, keep your skin nice and breathable in hot weather and stay hydrated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you want to talk to me, feel free to call, text me, you know, send me an email or something. Mm -hmm. Or if you want to send me a package, go ahead and do it. I'll make sure it gets to me. We will call. We will And remember your promise to us. That after we part company, you're going to go back out into the world and meet new friends and get socialized again. I will. Don't worry. It's just so unfair that we have to go our separate ways when we've barely gotten to know each other. Cole, could I take a second to remind you that since we came from the off-road to this town and Turvey had to bring the bus in to have the axle service that we've been in this motel room for the last three days and we haven't even left to get food? And it wasn't until this morning that we actually put our clothes back on? Look, I've been in the wilderness alone for the past five months. Cut me some slack already, would you? No, it's, it's fine. Cool. Don't worry. Anyway, I suppose this is goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Hanover, mm-hmm. Nero, mm. I'd just like to say, quick one for the road. Told you you'd say that! Boom! Owe me a whiskey. Yeah, we're all going to miss Cole, but I'm sure he's going to be just fine. (laughs) You're right. We're silly to worry. Yeah. (laughs) Hanover, don't take this personally, but if we're going to share a room like we normally do, don't be surprised if I'm not up for anything intimate over the next two or three nights. What are you kidding me? I was going to say the same thing to you. I'm just looking forward to having more than three hours of uninterrupted sleep without a horny bugbear jumping on me. Yeah and maybe a muscle relaxant. Mm, Not a small guy, is he? Hey, maybe one or more of you could help out the less sexually active member of the team over here with the luggage. Sorry, Turvey. Well, whatever Cole is, I just hope he's not forgetful. Mm. If he left any of his stuff behind, I'm not bringing it back to him. No, this all looks cool. Well, except for this. A gift bag? Yeah, it's from Cole. It's addressed to you, Turvey. Me? That's what the tag says. All right, let me see. Oh. Look at that. It's an antique lock gear. What's a lock gear? Hmm? Oh, well, way back a long time ago before we had, like, electronic maps and GPS systems and stuff. Travelers would use these. They're kind of like a compass, see? You could leave it someplace for a determined period of time, and then it would lock down to where that was. Wherever you went, it would always point in that direction and guide you back. Interesting. That one's lovely, Turvey. It looks like it was handcrafted. Yeah, solid brass. It's got a good heft on it, too. Boy, they don't make anything like this anymore. Hmm. This one's broken, but I bet I could get it working again. Well, I was awfully darn nice of him. And Turvey, there's a card here, too, by the way. Oh, well, let me see. To Turvey. Thanks for being our bus driver and for being such a courageous fighter. Happy birthday, signed Cole. How the hell would Cole have any idea when my birthday was? Can't imagine. Probably a coincidence. Unless he was talking to some mutual acquaintances of mine who decided to pass along some personal information about me without my approval. What are the chances of that? Seems awfully far-fetched, if you ask me. And more to the point, how would they know when my birthday was, considering I don't let that information out? Well. Well? Well? Maybe it's just that we've been friends for a really, really long time, and we don't know anything about you. And you've been incredibly generous to both of us, especially to me, and we just thought that maybe we should do something nice for you for once. Yeah, and... And we know that you have a certain amount of history that, give us a little bit of credit, we haven't dug into at all, even though people seem to know who you are and what you're capable of. We've been very, very respectful of your privacy, uh-huh. and you're a very taciturn individual, and somebody like you probably wouldn't appreciate it if we, you know, kind of went into the personnel files to dig up any sort of personal information about you, like your birthday date or anything like that. No, I wouldn't. So, so, you'll just please try to understand that in the interest of doing something nice so that we could show our appreciation to you for all the things that you've done, we didn't pry into any of your history. No? No! Instead, we just arbitrarily assigned today as your birthday and made up a bunch of stuff about your past! Yes, for nigh on a century now, one man has done his part to keep the free peoples of the Midlands safe. A man whose determination, courage, and skill has been an inspiration to us one and all. And by one and all, I mean the two of us standing here. And who among us will ever forget the incredible tales of his many exploits? Like scaling the tallest mountain range in the world using only his powerful thumbs. Or the time he tamed two huge, vicious sea serpents using only the power of his operatic voice and a large stick. Or the time he mapped the hitherto unknown depths of the rainforest of exotic undergarments from memory. Or defeating General Bad Death with the help of his crack team of cyborg ninja burlesque dancers. And all the while keeping up an extremely expensive bus driver's license. So it's only fitting that we honor him on this day, his special day, his birthday. That man's name is Turvey. Yes, Turvey. And he's not the hero the Midlands needed, or the hero that they deserved. No, he was just happy to pitch in because he had nothing better to do, and that's when the awesome happens. So let's hear it for him, ladies and gentlemen gentlemen, everyone's favorite bus driving crusty hero. Let's hear it! Happy birthday to you, Turvy! So, since this is your special day, we figured we could plan all kinds of exciting activities. The beach, the amusement park, stop at the zoo, get some ice cream, come back here for lunch, have a few drinks, go out for dinner, maybe have some action after dark, if you know what I mean. Nudge, nudge, doesn't that sound wonderful? Oh, he's already gone to check us into the hotel, hasn't he? Yep, and left us in charge of the bags, which is a pain in the ass, but worth it in the long run for the comedy effect. I'll go get a luggage cart. Yeah, and somebody's got to park the bus. I guess that falls on me now. Yeah, by the way, how come he taught you how to drive this thing and not me. He said you hadn't earned the privilege yet. Okay, so what does that entail? I don't know. Get big, fluttery eyes in a rack like mine, I guess. Challenge accepted. Look, I'm just saying that the technology for falsies is coming an awfully long way, that's all. And I'm telling you that they're probably going to have to be real. Yeah, but if I get real tits, they'll get in the way of my burst punch. Well, I guess you're just stuck being a passenger for now. Damn it. Unless I can find another way to turn him on. Good luck with that. God knows I've tried. Huh. I don't see him at the front desk. I wonder if he got us checked into his rooms. Do you see him anywhere? Uh-oh. What? What's wrong? Uh, Hanover, Turvey's over by the bar drinking, and he doesn't look too happy about it. Oh, shit. Did we cross a line back there that we shouldn't have? Uh, I guess we're about to find out, aren't we? Fuck. Ah, Turvy. Hey there. Hey. Listen, Turvy, back there. I know we were being stupid and everything, and we we really meant the sentiment, though. You know, I mean, so we're really sorry if we did anything to offend you. Yeah, we really did want to show our appreciation for you, and we meant it. We really did want to take you out for drinks or dinner or whatever. It's just look, I know, un- we I I understand what you were saying. I know you meant it from your goofball little hearts and everything. It's just you know. I appreciate it, I really do, but I don't celebrate my birthday because it's, well, it's kind of a sore subject with me, if you don't mind. I, we got it, we got it, we understand. It. I hope it's not because of your age that you're upset, Turvey, I mean, you know, you're not young, but you're not going anywhere anytime soon. It's got nothing to do with my age, pretty girl, it's just that, well... Turvey, we got it, we got it, you don't have to tell us anything you don't want to, okay? It's, it's we're, we're good. We're fine, we're fine, we understand. Well, if I'm going to act like this when you went out of your way to be nice, I suppose I do owe you some kind of an explanation. When you're a professional, you end up working through your birthdays a lot. Long time ago, before either of you were even born, that kind of day came along. And that was a day a lot of people died. A lot of people I was close to. Oh, Turvey. turvy, I'm so sorry. I didn't... I did not not mean... We really didn't mean to bring up any bad memories. We look, apologize. it's nothing you guys would have known about, all right? Even if you had looked through the personnel files, it's not in there. So, now that that's out in the open, if we could just sort of move past this, I'd be grateful. We, we will, okay? Uh, we, we we absolutely Yeah, will. we will, and look, Turvey, you don't have to tell us when your birthday is. Just give us a rough estimate, you know? We, we'll try to avoid even using the word birthday that time of year, you know? We, we'll keep... My birthday was yesterday. Oh, for oh. fuck's sake! How do things like this work out for us? This sh- this oh. shouldn't be! Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm so sorry about this. I feel like an oh. idiot for even coming up with the idea in the first place. Yeah. I really... I've got it. I just... I know yeah. I shouldn't keep... To... I... What are you chuckling about, you fucking bastard? Oh, you, you have no idea how much fun it is to pull on your strings and watch you dance. You lying son of a bitch. Yeah, well, when these opportunities present themselves, you can't pass them up. And for the record, yeah... I do celebrate my birthday quietly and to myself, and it's not for a couple of months now, so there, Mm. Mm, you fucker. What about the rest of that story? That was an awfully long time ago. I'm a little hazy on details at my age. Um, And I'm afraid the rest of that story will have to wait. Mr. Rayburn, what a nice surprise. Ah, Miss Guillaume, Sir Phillips, good to see you both. You know, I trained for months to hone my senses just to prevent you from sneaking up on me like that, and you did it anyway. Phillips, I'm the regional CEO of a major corporation in the Midlands, and even if you started 20 years ago, you couldn't catch up with my mad skills. So you weren't drinking because you were upset? Oh, hell no. Rayburn saw me and dragged me over to the bar. Which is exactly what I'm doing with the two of you. So sit down, join us, and get yourself some refreshments, would you? It's on me. Uh, our bags are still... I've already had your bags intercepted by the staff at the hotel, and they've been sent on up. Oh, uh... Thank you. Not at all, my dear. And I do expect all three of you to be joining me at dinner at the main dining hall in this hotel. It's not formal, but we do have appearances to keep up, so please change out of your road grubbies if you would. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Rayburn. We really appreciate it, don't we? Mm, Not at all. Just like I appreciate the fact that The reason we got booked into this hotel at all is because obviously you're staying here and you get to write all of this off as a business expense, right? I see your cynics' observational skills have improved, young Phillips. Perhaps I underestimated you. Hmm. Still, though, I mean, if you're not happy with the accommodations, I could always have you downgraded to a Motel 6 or something. (laughs) Whoa, never said anything like that. Good. Before all that, though, I need to give you these. Take one each. Secure keycards? Conference room 241. It's for tonight's meeting. Uh, That room is soundproof, magic-proof, and sensitive proof, so you'll need these to get in. Don't bother knocking. No one inside will hear you. Meeting, sir? Did I neglect to mention the meeting? Kinda, yeah. Oh, well, never mind. Anyway, don't miss it. It's important. It's about your next mission. You came here in person and put down secure measures like this just to tell us about our next mission? Well, I guess some people don't appreciate the hands-on approach. Do we at least get a hint, sir? Well, I could give you one, but... Why ruin the rest of your afternoon? Oh, come on, Mr. Rayburn. After saying something like that, now we have to know. Yeah, I guess I'm with her. <sighs> well, this photograph was taken not far from here ten days ago. Fuck. That bad, huh? <sighs> see for yourself. <sighs> Joven Terrazzo. Tried to warn you. I suppose you'll be wanting that drink now, Phillips? Yes, and double it. trying to do. I can sense something. Something distinct. Something different. Deep down. Deeper than anyone should go. Whatever it is. You know I will have to inform my employers. But I suppose you were counting on that. Weren't you? (laughs) You can tell me confidentially one trapper to another no oh well keep your secrets then I suppose we'll all find out soon enough I know you're awake is there something you need to tell me ah Sir Phillips I was just about to message you were you listening no, but I could feel you crackling around inside the back of my head, which means you've come online, and you only do that when you've detected something interesting. And I was only able to do that because you have received new information. It seems our relationship is growing closer by the day. Great. It involves Serrazzo and Jove. That's about as much information as I've been given. You? There is an anomaly. Nearby. Physically, temporally, spiritually, what? Yes. And that is as far as I can tell you. I I will need more information. Hmm. Please keep me posted. Oh, is that a request now? You normally don't ask for my permission before you go rooting around inside me looking for stuff. Oh, Sir Phillips, I'm hurt. I always thought you considered me your partner. After all, what would you do without my services? Good question. You're afraid to face them, aren't you? He came to me in my dreams, early on, when I first started facing the angels. He had words of advice, possibly even encouragement. At least he did then. Whenever I had come to an impasse, or even what I thought was the end of my life. He was there. He guided me, and I didn't know why. I still don't. He was dark and gray in his trench coat and hat, and he didn't look older than a man in his late fifties, but he felt ancient and weary, like he carried the weight of an entire world on his back and had for some time. He told me his name was Luciano. That may have been his name at one time. Maybe that was the truth. All I do know is that he helped me, and then abruptly he left. He told me that we'd see each other again, and we did, in the city of Baylor, in the ruins of a planetarium on the Metadyne campus where a poor deluded student by the name of Landau Singh had allowed himself to become brainwashed by the ghost of a cult leader and been convinced that mankind had somehow been robbed of their heritage of power. He willingly allowed himself to become the vessel of an angel named Jove, a powerful angel. And that angel did not come alone. He brought his champion, my gray weary mentor. The angels didn't call him Luciano. They called him Tarazzo, And he was their knight. And my enemy. Standing amidst all that wreckage and debris and despair and loss. I felt his true strength of will. Coming off him like waves. He was more powerful than I could ever imagine. There was no way I could win. None whatsoever. The best I could do is trade my life for time. And standing to my left and right were an Avis sniper named Croix, and my bodyguard, my squire, and my friend Nero. They needed that time. They needed that time to run. But they didn't. They were Midlanders through and through. And Midlanders don't easily back down from a threat. That's the motto. The only thing as valuable as each of us is all of us. That's what Midlanders do. That's what we do. We stand. But we also protect each other. I told Tarazo the fight was between him and me. I told him to leave them out of it. And he raised his arm and pointed two fingers at me. And I knew what would come next. Chris <coughs> fell first. I had to move. I had to get between Nero and Tarazzo. I would not let <coughs> She was falling in a spray of blood. Nero! There was someone screaming her name. I was screaming her name. And as she toppled backwards, my eyes met hers. And I saw an expression in them. Past the shock, past the pain. It was an apology. My friend couldn't help me anymore. All she could do now was die. And she was so sorry. And the world went white hot. It was like nothing I had ever felt before. Like every cell in my body had become electricity, and my soul had become pure fire. And there was nothing in the universe but bright white. And in the center, Terrazzo's gray-dark silhouette. And I was moving towards it. And all of this that I become a him. For, for land For Landau, for Christ. For me. For vengeance. And if I vaporized body and soul on contact to hurt him, then that would be enough. But in spite of everything, deep down I knew it would never work. He reached out one arm and he stopped me. It cost him a little. I felt his muscles tear and his bones begin to fracture. But that was all. He barely flinched. He placed those two fingers against my chest and gave me his appraisal. You have a long way to go could have at least told me something I didn't know. (laughs) And that was that. Tarazzo left me there bleeding and dying, just like her. Before that, though, he did tell me something I didn't know, something I didn't understand. Don't die too soon. I'm still counting on you. Why? Why would he count on me? I couldn't stop him. I could barely hurt him. I couldn't protect any of them. I couldn't protect her. I wasn't strong enough. There are few who are. Strength to overcome such odds does not come naturally. Strength such as that is a gift, but that gift has a cost. Tell me, Sir Phillips, if in that moment you had been offered such a gift, would you have accepted it? I think we both know the answer to that. Yes. Yes, we do. Hanover? Hanover? Sorry, what? Are you alright? You zoned out for a minute there. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine, Nero. I just... uh, I'm a little preoccupied. That's why I didn't want to tell you about the mission before dinner, Sir Phillips. I didn't want to spoil your appetite. Yeah. Hmm. Though, judging by the number of plates that you and Ms. Guillaume and Turvey here have piled up around this table, clearly that wasn't an issue. Hey, that's not fair, Mr. Rayburn. Do you have any idea how much being a knight raises the average person's metabolism? Yes, as a matter of fact, I happen to know exactly how much it raises the average person's metabolism, and it's not this much. Have you been teaching him goblin eating habits, Ms. Guillaume? Oh, not specifically, but I'm sure they must have rubbed dogs. Does anyone still want dessert? I forgot. Is this second or third dessert? Oh, for God's sake. Save it for when we have drinks later on, please. I'm going to put the brakes on this before the three of you cause a famine in this town. That's right. I'm full anyway. (laughs) Good. So, Rayburn, Turvey, are there any teasers you can give us? Or are we just going into this meeting cold? Well, I'm sure you're all chomping at the bit for more information. Ask away, I'll tell you when you get too sensitive. Are Jove and Tarazzo still in this city? Denied. Has there been any activity out of them in the last ten days? Denied. Has there been any Angelica or Ave Nova-related incidents in the last... Denied. Denied! See, you're catching on. This game's kind of fun, isn't it? Why a wheelchair? Beg your pardon? In the photograph you showed us, he was sitting in a wheelchair. Do you have any idea why? Jove, you mean. Landau Singh, I mean. I think it's fairly safe to not refer to him that way anymore, Sir Phillips. The human you knew as Landau Singh is just a disguise now. And to answer your question, I believe you were the one who injured him back in Baylor, weren't you, Sir Phillips? Yes. And based on the reports I got from you and Ms. Guillaume and the eyewitness testimony that Kreis helpfully provided us with... The injuries that Landau Singh sustained probably would have caused his death had he not sought immediate medical attention. Yes. And there's no need to feel badly about that, Sir Phillips, even though you might be inclined to. You made a judgment call about how much force was necessary to prevent what was happening. Yeah, for all the good that did. Maybe not. When Jove arrived before he killed Trent, wasn't there some sort of talk about his vessel having been damaged? That's what you both put in the report, and we're thinking that's the key to his degenerating condition. Degenerating? Well, oh, yes. If Jove was going to move through the Midlands undetected, what better form than in that of a human? Each time he and Tarazzo have been encountered in the Midlands, the physical condition of Landau Singh seems to have been in steady decline. You may have given us a weakness, Sir Phillips. Whoa, 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 whoa. Each time? Well, yes. It's not like they've been completely in hiding since you and Miss Guillaume first encountered them back in Baylor. What? There have been a number of incidents, several of them major. Well, this is the first I've heard of it. Well, it's the first time for everything, Sir Phillips. Congratulations on passing that milestone. So what have they been doing? Don't worry, I'll touch on that in the meeting later on. You could have said something. It would have been nice to know they were still out there. And that's the reason why it was kept from you. You knew this too? Yes, as a matter of fact, he did. He had non-specific information that I gave him strict orders not to relay to you. (sighs) Like it or not, Phillips, Turvey takes his orders from me. As do you. As does Ms. Guillaume. And like it or not, I am under no obligation to reveal any information that I don't believe you should be privy to. You are on a need-to-know basis. There's a lot of things I haven't told you, and believe it or not, many of those things are for your own good. And I don't deny even for a moment that you are somehow wrapped at the center of all of this. You were the very first employee to identify the Ave Nova infection. We made you a knight, and you've developed incredibly fast. You've encountered angel after angel. Tarazzo reached out to you in your dreams. You encountered Jove and Tarazzo for the first time anywhere in the Midlands. I don't know what your connection to all of this is, Sir Phillips, but until we know more, I'm keeping you in a tight rein, and I'm keeping you in the dark about certain things, and frankly, I think that's for your safety. But, Besides, uh, Phillips, what if you had known that Tarazzo were won the move? Would you have abandoned your missions to go after them? Not very knight-like behavior, if you ask me. Well, never forget, Phillips, that at the end of the day, you are an employee of Metadyne, and you work for me, and you will follow my instructions. And you will never forget that you are not the only one in this fight. All of the corporations are at battle. Their knights, their agents, their employees are facing angelic threats all over the Midlands. And not all of them have survived the experience. And that's the reason I denied your request to take the fight to the Earth. That is the reason I've kept you in the dark. Because I have deemed that you are not ready. As a matter of fact, I believe I went over all these points in greater detail at your performance review a few months ago. Do I really need to keep repeating myself, Phillips? No. No, you don't, Mr. Rayburn. Good. Glad to hear it. for crying out loud, don't give me that hangdog expression. You're a knight, not a sullen teenager. Sit up straight and show some resolve. Yes, Mr. Rayburn. (sighs) Knight. Now, I'm going to go back to my room and rest up for a bit. Digest. Try not to think about how much money this meal is costing our corporation. The rest of you are free to do as you please. Just make sure to be at the meeting on time. Yes. Understood. Bye. See you later, Mr. Rayburn. That was fun. (sighs) Performance review, Gracie? Did I neglect to mention that to you? Uh, maybe just a little. Now, as I seem to recall, we had a discussion not long ago about you not keeping secrets from us. Uh, Hang on, hang on. I'm going to back him up for this one. I was in his corner for that performance review meeting, and uh, we decided it would be best to just keep it quiet until further notice. Any particular reason? Yeah, it's not one of my prouder moments. Might be a good time for you to pack it in, Phillips! No one would blame you if you gave up here, you got nothing left to prove. I do to me. Fair enough. I think we'll call that a day. Oh, he's all yours, Mr. Rayburn. I'm sorry, did you say something, Krauski? The fight's over, Mr. Rayburn. Is it? Oh, well, that didn't take long. Thank you very much, Krauski. You're welcome. Where was I? Oh, yes. Now, as you can see, Phillips, from this very explicit illustration, that I don't think you're quite ready just yet. I think it would be in the best interest of both your career and the overall development of the company if you were to continue your training regimen before you'd run off half-cocked with some plan to attack the Angels on Earth or something. Are we in agreement on this? Understood, good. I'm glad we finally see eye to eye even if I do have to look down at you to do it. Could we get a stretcher over here, please? And by the way, Phillips, don't take that defeat personally. I was impressed as hell with your performance out there, and after you get some more experience and a little bit more training under your belt, I want to see you for a rematch and see what you've learned. That burst salvo attack of yours is damn fine. I'm going to be feeling them bruises for a while. Thanks. Don't mention it. Let me take you out for some drinks later on. Perhaps you should wait until the concussion wears off. I've seen Phillips recover. That'll be back tomorrow night. Yes, well, in the meantime, he's just lost consciousness. I'll go get that stretcher. Had some well-earned sleep there. Only if you consider a blow to the head a job. So, Krowski, I know you like to put a positive spin on everything, mm. but uh, what's your honest opinion? I was almost a little bit insulted. I could tell he was holding back. Yeah, that's a major block for him. Can't quite get him past it. If the chips are down and things are desperate, he goes all out, but any other time, he's afraid of hurting people. Yeah, well, be that as it may, he hasn't got much experience, I can mm. tell. Still wouldn't have beat me. No, he wouldn't. How long do you say he's been at this? Less than a year, with absolutely no formal training. Not until he and I started in earnest a couple of months ago. Oh. He's, um... He's quite gifted. Yeah. He's also turning quite a shade of purple down there. Yeah, that's probably not good. Hey, Rayburn, do you have that stretcher ready or what? I'm sorry, I was taking a call. Did you say something, Turvey? Oh, for crying out loud. Krausky, was that the Noel you sent me pictures of giving the two of you atomic noogies? Yeah, that's him. He's an instructor at the Knights Academy. He seems nice. Yeah, he's real popular with the students. He gives nothing but encouragement and constructive criticism, even when he's beating the loving crap out of you. Well, I don't know about the two of you, but uh, I'm ready for another couple of drinks. I'll meet you over at the bar. I'm buying the first round. Next one's on you, pretty girl. Meet you there, Turvey. Yeah, I'll be right there. You're doing that thing I hate again. Which one? The one where you furrow your brow and kind of stare off in the distance at nothing. Oh. I could switch to the hunched shoulders and kind of glowering down at the table, if that helps. What's up? I'm... I'm worried about how prepared I am. For facing Jove and Tarazzo? I don't blame you. On the other hand, while Rayburn said you weren't ready before, he's sending you in now. That's got to count for something. I don't know if I'm ever going to be that ready. Last few missions, you've done some pretty exceptional things. Don't count yourself out. Nero, the only reason that you and I and Croyce are still alive is because Tarazzo chose not to kill us. I don't think he's going to be so charitable next time. You better not be saying that because you're worried about my welfare. Of course I'm worried about your welfare, and Turvy's and mine! You know as well as I do. You've got the sensitivity training. You can sense their power levels. Even the angels we face faced so far are nowhere near as powerful as Jove and Terrazzo. True. On the other hand, we did make it this far, and we haven't died yet. They say that which doesn't kill you makes you stronger. How strong am I going to need to be? Well... I guess you'll have to decide that for yourself. Actually, I think that decision's been made for me.